1: For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.
0: Oye, mi gente, if there's one thing we love doing here at Beto, let me tell you, it is celebrating our Cuban culture. And that's why we're happy to tell you that Cuba Nostalgia is back in 2022 for its 23rd year. That's right, Cuba Nostalgia celebration of the richness of Cuban culture, history, and tradition is back May 21st and May 22nd at the Miami-Dade County Fairgrounds. Come experience the art and exhibits, like recreations of classic Cuban landmarks like el Museo de Bellajarte and el Tropicana, and of course, you know, there's food and Cuban cocktails. I mean... Have you ever known Cubans to have an event without Gomi y trago? <laughs> oh, and we almost forgot, there's also free concerts every day. Así que get your tickets today. Just visit cubanostalgia.org to make sure you don't miss out on Cuba Nostalgia May 21st and 22nd. After all, it's more than an event. It's a Cuban experience.
2: Hey everyone, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season, season 5 of But Let Me you. Tell You. in the morning you were the last to hear the warning you were trying to throw your arms around the world no, i no. don't know this song of course you don't know this song it's it's on one of the greatest albums of all time so it's on wait music box no dude that's not even <laughs> one of my favorite no what's one of Daydream? the greatest no butterfly no we're not talking about mariah carey here oh okay that sounds like a mariah lyric no I'm going to run to you, run to you. Uh, well, Welcome to episode 202, because this is going to take a while. This is welcome a to yeah, episode yeah, yeah, 202, yeah. everyone. Pero let me tell you, happy Friday. Happy, happy Pero Friday. 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 How is everyone? Well, I know I'm good
0: because we're recording this on Fake Friday, which was Cinco de Mayo, and you made very yummy tacos. Mm. So thank you. Yes,
2: to go with the appropriation that's not appropriation because it's not a real holiday it's a
0: corona holiday right
2: so well after covid that has a different meaning but you know well, what I mean. um welcome everyone welcome 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 episode 202 happy friday what song was it <laughs> i'm gonna run to you run to you run to you woman be still i don't know this song. that's from octune baby oh okay you two. oh that's go. right you don't like you
0: two. i don't dislike you two. i just don't know you two as well as you do well you know
3: exactly
2: it's like Mariah Carey, you too, you know. Right. I did go through a Bono as God phase. You did remember? You did. You did. Remember that was he... late middle school, early high school. Uh, no, high school, high school, and you totally hated it. I did, yeah. But I mean, really, if there's a pop, if there's a musician who would be God, it would be Bono. It wouldn't be Burt Bacharach. No, wait, <laughs> Burt Bacharach. Wait, who's Burt Bacharach? He wrote like the
0: theme to Arthur, the the Arthur's oh, theme, and right, New York City. not the one who performed it. But he's oh, the one who, wrote it. Right. Yeah, who it. wrote it. Yeah, uh, who wrote it? Sang it. I want to say Chris Cross, Christopher Cross, because Chris Cross, Chris is... Cross.
2: jump, jump. The Mad Dad of Those are two, that, that is very, very, very different. different Christopher Cross and Chris <laughs> Cross are two very, very different things. And you know which one I prefer.
0: <laughs> Christopher Cross. <laughs> no,
2: I'm not gonna go sailing. I rather not, you're jump. not about the yacht rock. I have to tell you, Jump Jump, that's a great song. That is a great song. That song, it's like, that's the type of music that I, you know, now it's, it's like been lost like to the ages. Gen Z. Yeah. It's like, take that, Gen Z. <laughs> like, that song was, that song was a jam. I missed the bus. That song was a, back then it was a jam. Now it would be a bop. A bop. Yes. Right. Yes. can't and wait we, to see what it's going to be in 20 years. And we would stand it. We,
0: again, I'm having a very hard time using that phrase lately since I've been on an Eminem kick. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Stan is not a good thing.
2: I think it's you, sort shouldn't, of, you shouldn't want to be a Stan. You know, knowing <laughs> you, knowing you, I think it's interesting that you like Eminem. I've always found it a little like, contradictory. Not contradictory, no. I mean, you generally don't like hip hop, which right. is okay. Like you generally don't like hip hop. And then Eminem is a very polarizing figure. Um and I mean, you've always said that you like him.
0: Yeah, I do. Actually, so so
2: I, I, I'm curious. What is that you like? You always like. I liked don't about
0: know. There's just something something about him that just I don't know. I, I like his his music, his songs. I mean,
2: I like Eminem because I like hip hop in general. Right, 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 um, right, right, right. But it, but it's it, the reason I say that is because Eminem.
0: It's not like I'm into Dr. Dre. Well, no,
2: because the but reason, I'm into but, but, but you but know like what Eminem. though. But if you were to be into Dr. Dre, I would understand it a little. That's bit more. That's what I'm saying. Right. Simply because. M had huge, huge, huge hits, it hits in the early aughts. <laughs> um, but Eminem's music generally is not as commercial. Right. It's not it's, quote unquote mainstream. It's not as mainstream, yeah. right? The singles are, but everything else is not. Whereas the, uh, Dr. Dre is all about the beat and right, all about right. all that. So that's why he created all, headphones. Right. All his songs are very danceable or like right, right, yeah. all that. Um, I mean, I. I, I I love Eminem, so, but but uh, but I, I I've always found interesting that you like what what's your favorite Eminem song? Please don't tell me it's Slim so Shady."
0: No, no, no. Um, I don't know because I've been again. I've been listening. to, I've been on a, an Eminem kick lately, so I don't know which one off the top of my head.
2: I love. Um, uh, you know which one I actually? I am whatever you say. I am. I like that one,
0: but me. you know which one? I, 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 I every time it comes on, I, I just like I'm. I i do not know. It just kind of hits me. Is uh, cleaning out my closet.
2: Oh, okay. I like him.
0: He's interesting. Eminem. I find him interesting in the sense that he's always been very in the public eye, and yet you don't really know anything about him. That's true. Yeah, because you know what he has told us by way of his songs, his relationship with his mother, the fact that he has a daughter, his you know with Kim, and all. but we don't really know <laughs> Eminem funny, like who's, like who's Eminem dating during we don't the know.
2: during the Marshall Mathers era, era which mm-hmm. that's when he was in his commercial peak. Um I went to see him in concert, and I remember he was like, he toured with Exhibit and all these Mm -hmm. guys that were really in at that time. And there was a moment where they were like, fuck you, Debbie, his mom. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, come on, everybody, fuck you, Debbie, fuck you, Debbie. And I'm like, I feel very awkward and very wrong (laughs) saying F you to this woman that I don't even know. Like, I'm not going to partake in this Marshall, I'm not. <laughs> I like that there was like a, a like
0: a karmic feeling where you're like, yeah. I'm like, like, I don't know how this is gonna come I'm back like, and bite yeah, me in the no, ass later. No, no, no.
2: I, I feel very. But when he tours again, I would like to go see him because yeah. I've never seen him live. I've seen him twice. He, was, I mean, he's good. I mean, especially if you like his his music, um, he's good. I mean, he's one of the people. He's with his whole catalog. You know, I I always get very kind of weary when somebody tells me, oh. I love this person. Like it's my favorite. Like they're my favorite band, favorite singer. And then I ask them, "Oh, what's your favorite song of theirs?" And it's like the biggest hit they have. Right. 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 Like I, I, I. With u two, actually, when um, people are like, "Oh my god, I love you two. I love them. I love them." What's your favorite u two song? Oh, with or without you, or what else? Oh, mysterious ways. I'm like, yeah, no, you're not right. really. But in his case, when people say that like their favorite song is "Lose Yourself." I mean, that song... That is just a great song. That's, that really is a great song. Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of hard for that to not be, if not your favorite, one of your favorites. It's it's like
0: the, I think one of the few, if not only hip hop songs that is actually almost anthem rock.
2: Yeah, because that song has a great buildup. Right. Right. Like it's almost it's almost like anxiety ridden, like because like, like you're feeling what he's feeling. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I'm mom spaghetti. So again, not a great name for a restaurant considering that it's what you.
2: Yeah, off. he opened up uh, in Detroit, right? <laughs> in Detroit, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I remember when I moved up there, that was like one of the first things I wanted to do. I was like, I need to go to 8 Mile. <laughs> oh no, it's not a good neighborhood. Well, yes and no, because in, in up in, in especially in the Detroit area, it's like 8 Mile, 6 Mile, 2 Mile, right. and it goes on for miles. <laughs> so, oh, okay. So it's...
0: Okay, so there's a there's a swath
2: of area yeah, there. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's okay. like Coral Way. Ah, okay. <laughs> you know, on one end of Coral Way, you have La Coral ventido. Gables, <laughs> and on the other end of Coral Way, you have, you know, I don't know. West Gendal. West Essentially, Kendall, and then somewhere in the middle, you have Sedanos and Presidente's supermarket. As you, know? you should. <laughs> so it's that's our equivalent of Eight Mile. Mm-hmm. So I'm
0: picturing like I said, I was in the middle of Eight Mile.
2: So yeah, as I said, we uh, were recording on Fake Friday, yep. which this week we we, um, we celebrated Cinco de Mayo. I mean, <laughs> quote unquote, I, celebrated. I mean, we. I just, I just, I wonder if there's any. People left out there who really think it's like Mexican independence.
0: I'm gonna say yes because you know we live in America. So I, you know, the amount of people who still can't be bothered to educate themselves never ceases to surprise
2: Mexican me. <laughs> independence. I know it's in September. Let's look it up. I, I, I'm yeah,
0: say- and it's funny because well, while you look that up, I, I was going to earlier today, but then I just got busy. I was actually going to look up when or how Cinco de Mayo actually became this. American holiday Celebrating Mexico (coughs) Because I I, You know Like I said I always call it A corona holiday Because it does seem To me like something That you know Corona beer Essentially said Hey We're a Quote unquote Mexican beer Let's latch on to something But it existed before then
2: Well well Okay okay okay. Here's the thing Well okay Actually Mexico. Real Mexican independence, because I know it's in September. Mm-hmm. It's September 16th. Okay. But Cinco de Mayo comes... It, there is a battle. There was a battle. I yes. believe it's called the battle of, battle of Puebla, which was the French and the Mexicans. Mm-hmm. And the Mexicans won. Right. Right. Or, but else, it was a,
0: <laughs> or else they wouldn't have celebrated. Right.
2: But it was a battle. And it's not something that celebrated... Really, in Mexico, and like um, in that in that town, it is. But that's about and it. And it. it's certainly not yeah. Mexican Independence, like right, right. Um, so yes, here we've turned it into a commercial holiday where you just drink tequila right. and it, Corona it, it, beer, and we call it Mexican Fourth of right. July. And you know, it's sponsored by Chevys. right? <laughs> <laughs> or depending, where you are, Taco Bell, <laughs> right? Um, so, Although to their
0: credit, Taco Bell hasn't really.
2: I don't recall Taco Bell ever doing uh, not anything. Not really right played into I it, no. So. Um,
0: Congrats. But,
2: but I mean, it, it's sort of like St. Patrick's Day. That St. Patrick's Day really isn't a huge day back in Ireland. I don't know that. Not to the extent that it is here.
0: No, but I also think, you know, but it is an Irish, it, it is an observed holiday well, in Ireland. Well, okay, well. Because okay, it is a religious. I, I
2: would say that what makes one of the things, especially from the American perspective, is that St. Patrick's Day... The Irish-American really take it seriously. Right, 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 Whereas right. I don't think Mexican-Americans don't take, take ser- Cinco de Mayo no, seriously they because they're like, F you. This, yeah, they're like, like, I mean, not us.
0: I'll go have tequila like anybody else, but it's not
2: because. Yeah. Right, right. So, um, yeah, no, no, it's it's going to be up there. I'm, sur- I'm surprised there's not Cinco de Mayo cards. You know, Hallmark hasn't made. Happy Cinco de Mayo in the shape of a piñata no or like a guac you know something really stereotypical like a, a gua, sombrero uh, i gua, uh, i don't know like i uh, happy, happy cinco de gua, cinco I, de guac mayo i don't know like
0: <laughs>
2: i heart I, I you more than guac right they're gonna stick an avocado in there somewhere yeah, of course an avocado with a happy face well i mean if i'm gonna have an avocado i want it to be happy well i don't think avocados are ever sad
0: you don't think so not even no. when they're like all polo you know, because avocados did, have, like, a shelf life. On <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to transition out of sad avocados. Um, so, you know what? I, I, I'm I almost just tempted to, like, dive into the deep end of the pool. <laughs>
2: Go. This week. Go? You're the diving board.
0: No, 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 no. So, you know, this week, uh, you know, aside from the Met Gala, something else big happened on the same day. <laughs>
2: It's like abortion stole the Met Gala's thunder. The Supreme I, Court.
3: Let
0: me tell you something. I am pretty sure that Anna Wintour is not happy.
2: <laughs> not because a woman's reproductive. No, rights. but because
0: they stole her thunder. She does not look like she appreciates a thunder stolen
2: Okay, before we get into that, did you watch the whole Met Gala thing?
0: I saw the pictures afterwards. I didn't. I didn't watch the live streams or anything okay. like that.
2: Do so where do they put that on TV?
0: I don't know that they do it on TV. I know that the, the either it was Vogue's um, IG live was doing a live stream of, mm-hmm. of the red carpet arrivals mm-hmm. on TV. It's usually like just the recaps on ET or Access Hollywood or whichever one is still around at this point.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> is Mary Hart? <laughs> I don't know. Mary Hart's often in, in Mount Rushmore somewhere.
2: Um. Okay, I, I think we've. I know we we've, have talked about the Met Gala. We have before, talked yes. about it before, especially now with everything going on. I mean, there's always something going on, but especially now, it's a nice distraction. You think it's a nice, You don't think it's tone deaf?
0: The thing is that you can make the argument that everything fun is tone deaf. If, well, you, is true. if you want to just live in a world of like you know just serious issues, then I mean you're gonna have a very sa- sour time of it. Um... You know, there's always an excuse to be like, you know, oh, you're gonna go to the movies in this day and age with everything that's happening. You know, yeah,
2: I am because I need to distract me for two hours. Yeah, no, that, that's a valid argument. I, I I go back and forth on it. Like on the one hand, like, uh, what are they, but but I mean, by them not having them
0: at Gala, what?
2: No, I know, I know, I know. And Especially know.
0: in this case, it's not like they planned it, <laughs> right?
2: On the, like on the one hand, you know, it it I, I I try to see them at Gala from like an artistic perspective. That too, yeah. That it, that it is art. Um. You know, because some of these costumes or dresses that these people wear, like, are art. Like that is a piece of art. Yeah, anything Uh, couture, of course. But on the other hand, like sometimes I, I, I just, I go back and forth on it. I, it's so over the top, and it's so outlandish that sometimes when i see it it's not necessarily what i think but when i see it and then i hear the criticism that people make that hollywood is out of touch with most americans and that like celebrities mm-hmm. don't care and that it's all for attention like with something like the met gala I, it's not necessarily that that is my train of thought but you understand where they're coming but from but i'm like okay i kind of see what they what they're saying here even if it's not what i think yeah but then on the flip side is like okay but we all collectively
0: put these people there to begin with
2: no, 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 we yeah, put, yeah. We
0: put them there, and now we're going to criticize them for doing the thing that we told them to do.
2: Right. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's kind of like a circular yeah, argument. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um. Well, back to that pool.
0: Back to that pool, yes. <laughs> deep end, deep end. So... I I am still wrapping my head around it, and I'm and I'm so glad that you have a legal background because mm-hmm. I I have questions upon questions, and then there's questions about those questions. Okay, well,
2: I, for for the for our listeners who have been under a rock, this yes, week, yes, set it up. Okay, for all intents and
0: purposes, this week it looks like we are on a path for Roe v. Wade being overturned based on some documents that were leaked mm-hmm. to the press from the Supreme Court. Now, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, the first of which being how did we arrive at this point, but also the fact that this is a document that was leaked from a historically notoriously very tight-lipped organization. I, I, it's, would, weird, that, it's weird to call the Supreme Court an organization, that would but be an understatement. <laughs> but you know, this is this is a a court that has always been played everything close to the vest, right? And there was a leak. Um... You know, there's that, and then there's also the, the ramifications that you know it, these rule. This ruling will have trickle down onto the states, and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, there's a whole. Like I said, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, so, my first question to you is because the way and and I think there's a there's something maybe I'm missing. The way it's being presented is it's like oh Roe versus Wade is being overturned, but is that actually the case, or is it? Because I can't, I don't believe, and again, you're going to correct me if I'm wrong, that the Supreme Court just decided to start looking over old cases and no, changing no, no, things. No. So this is because, again, if you hear, as most people consume nowadays, what you see is the meme, right? As we've said, which is Roe versus Wade is being overturned. That's not necess- That's not technically what's happening. Actually, it is. But it's not. But it's a a a repercussion of something else. Again, so it's explain.
2: not that people are just going. So I explain. Okay, so. Yeah. Abortion, Roe versus Wade was passed in 1973, right? That's when the Supreme Court ruled on it. Mm -hmm. And when the Supreme Court ruled, because, you know, a lot of times you get so like caught up in the the semantics of something and the details and this and that and all these arguments that you kind of forget the foundation of it, what it really means. So what basically Roe versus Wade said was that a woman's right to choose is Protected by the Constitution at a national level. At a national level. Now, in terms of the framework, it would be under the Fourth Amendment. But for the sake of this conversation, to not right. get Let's overly overly technical, you know, legalese. Right, right. Um basically Roe versus Wade said that it's a woman's a woman's right to choose is uh, protected under the Constitution, and as such, federally, mm-hmm. so in the country. It's, it's protected. There has to be an so option. So a state mm. or local government cannot pass a, a statute, a law... Outright banning it. ...encumbering a woman's right to choose. Now. That's an interesting word, encumbering. Right. Because
0: that's open to interpretation.
2: Well, th- th- all legal <laughs> yeah, yeah, is that's, open to that's interpretation. So what has happened... Since Roe v. Wade was passed in 1973, is that there this is have the learn section? By the way, this, there have been countless mm-hmm. different laws that have been passed by different states that limit or affect a woman's right to choose. So, what are some of those laws? So, for example. Alabama, but it could be any state, could right. pass a law that says that a woman ha- has to have an abortion, must have an abortion... Before within, 15 weeks, uh, right? 15 weeks. So, well, that's what they did here in Florida now. Before 15 weeks. Okay, well, that law would have been deemed unconstitutional. Or whatever amount of time, it doesn't matter. Okay. Well, that law could have been deemed un- unconstitutional because under Roe versus Wade it any time frame you or for example one of the ways texas a few years was doing was that the state of texas passed the set of um guidelines mm-hmm. that abortion clinics had to have x amount of attending doctors they had to the doctors at the abortion <laughs> clinic the had staffing. to be registered uh or attending also at a hospital, the hospital had to be X miles away. The hallways <laughs> right. of the clinic had to be twenty feet wide. Like all these specific, you right, know, right, right. All these technical more guidelines of building a all house. these technicalities, and then they found that if the, in the whole state of Texas, there would have been only a handful of clinics that could that stay. would have been compliant with those technicalities. Okay. So they found that that of Texas, that Texas uh, law, was over overreaching right okay. so that in, it was an encumbering on so a woman's right to choose so it was unconstitutional okay Based pursuant on Ro to roe Ro v wade okay so that has been challenged all along what has happened in the last 50 years and why it wasn't overturned is because you had a supreme court balance right that's why i tell people when you understand the power of the Supreme Court and the precedent the Supreme Court can set and has set in the past, for mm-hmm. better or worse, you have to understand that the balance of the Supreme Court is very, very delicate. I'm a liberal and I'm a progressive, and I don't think that the Supreme Court should have nine progressive uh, justices, right? Right? Because it has to have a a balance, a very, very delicate balance. Well, now estamos desbalanceado Because now... <laughs> <laughs> now it's 6 to 3. It's 6 to 3.
3: <laughs> right? Worst, yeah. It's
2: 6 to 3 with Roberts being one of the conservatives, but Roberts sometimes is a swinger. Roberts it's is like why? Right, but he is t- he is more on the conservative side. So we're 6 to 3 right now. So okay. there's a very big disbalance to the constitution. So what happened that there is now a, a so how did, how did we get to where we are yes, now? Yes, yes. There is a law. Mm-hmm. There is some law that was passed. I believe it's from either Mississippi or Alabama that was up now okay. in the Supreme Court. But because now there is six justices that lean conservative, that lean conservative they're going to find that, I, again, I forget if it's Alabama or Mississippi, that that law is valid. Or that they can do that, that the state can do that. And as such, Roe v. Wade needs to be, um, needs to, they're getting rid of it, it needs to be overturned because mm-hmm. their opinion is that it should be up to the states to determine if abor- if they're going to legalize abortion in mm-hmm. each state and what those, you know, specifications Met, right, 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 right. are going to be for each state. So they're taking it back to the states. So to answer your question, the reason it happened now is because we have a conservative court. Because this okay, but case, sorry,
0: but it's happening because,
2: but there is a case
0: presented to yeah, them that has oh, led again. Because my thing was again, if you if 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 you're somebody, and this is why it's important to read people. Um, but again, the way that it's being sold, because we all know it's clickbait, is. Roe v. Wade being overturned, yes. it, it makes it seem as if though, like the Supreme Court was just going through old cases no, and like pulling something out of me. a current case. Okay, okay,
2: but this would have been a case that two years ago or ten years would've, ago may have turned out differently. It, it would have turned out differently because there was a balance in the Supreme Court, right? Right or maybe not. We don't know, but no. It, well, it had because there have been there have oh, been true. dozens of cases regarding abortion that have gone up to the Supreme Court in the last fifty years mm-hmm. that have that those case, those cases have been overturned. Okay, right. right. And Roe v. Wade has stood because there has been a balance in the Supreme Court, right. but now that there isn't, right. and the Supreme Court is grossly because it's not like it's a five four. Right, 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 right. right, right? right it's right. a six three. Right. Right. Now that the Supreme Court is gro- like grossly conservative, mm-hmm. and I don't mean as in gross, I mean as, in, <laughs> no, majority. as a majority. Right right, right. right. A case like this now can overturn and will overturn. And I read most of the opinion. Well, the opinion was 103 10 pages, so I didn't read all 110 <laughs> I'm pages. I'm glad you did. Right. <laughs> but I did read some of it. Right. Um, well, you, you enjoy that too. they have they have they don't have the whole opinion out but they've, they've released experts right. of it and and yeah uh, Samuel Alito is, is saying that Roe v Wade should be overturned and that it's bad law and he's writing the opinion for it so that is gonna be what they what they wrote now it is a draft right it is a draft so Things may change. They may, there isn't in in that. um, Did did they provide the legal element of the reasoning in in the
0: excerpts? Well, well.
2: This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We know things can feel overwhelming from jobs to family to relationships, even finances. And despite the stigma from Hispanic families about, airing our dirty laundry, we can all use someone to talk to during those moments of stress. Well, we're here to remind you that there's no shame in admitting that you need to speak with someone to work towards improving mental well-being. That's where BetterHelp comes in to, well, help. A customized online therapy provider, they offer therapy options on your time whether it's via phone, video, text, or even live chat sessions with a therapist. BetterHelp's customized approach matches you with a therapist in under 48 hours based on what you're experiencing to help you better understand yourself. And as a special offer for Pero Let Me Tell You listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com pero. It's already more affordable than in-person therapy and now you can save on your first month. Everyone deserves to be happy and BetterHelp has helped millions take their first step on that path. That's betterhelp.com slash pero. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast episode. Their rationale and their reasoning is that in the Constitution, it doesn't explicitly say that a woman can have an abortion. But we all know that that's bullshit because in the Constitution, it doesn't say that women can vote. The Constitution doesn't talk about civil rights. The constitution doesn't talk about a lot of things that we have now. And one of the beauties of the constitution is that, and this is what people have to understand. And you don't have to be a lawyer to know this or having studied um, the Constitution to know this what it makes our Constitution beautiful is that it's a living document right it changes with right? time when the founding fathers wrote or the drafters of the Constitution wrote this they couldn't have imagined the Constitution of the Convention internet. I mean you, you can't you can't <laughs> they couldn't think of the right? Internet you Right, know? right. Yeah. but what has been just if you like this type of stuff like I do just I mean, I I read Supreme Court cases and I I studied the Constitution and and the Supreme Court like I marvel at it because the Supreme Court has gotten it very wrong many times. The Dred Scott decision, Plessy versus Ferguson, um, those have been terrible, right? But when you see the reasoning and rationale throughout different other times that the Supreme Court has shaped our country and shaped society you realize that the constitution again, it's a, it's a living document. It's not a static um, document, right? The founding fathers probably did that on purpose in a way, well you know, whether they did or they didn't, the the point is that we've been able to do that, right? Mm -hmm. Because of the way it was written. And so that argument is just, it's such a, not only from a legal perspective, it's a failing argument, but it's simply not true because it, There's a lot of things that are not explicitly written in the Constitution. That we've adapted. That we've adapted. Right. Right? So, but yeah, no, but it is, it is. If this goes through, unless they have a complete 180. Right. Right? They're going to overturn it. It's going to be overturned. So, I'm going to read to you an excerpt of something
0: that, I have two things I want to read to you. The first one um, I, when when this first started, you know, between looking at pictures of the people in the Met Gala, you know, like on Instagram, their stories, it was like, Kim Kardashian, abortion is l- illegal now. Met Gala, Roe versus Wade. So I was very conflicted. Yeah. I know what was going on. Um, this is a quote from Justice uh, Alito. I, I, I don't know if I pronounced it right. That kind of infuriated it's me. It's
2: funny because... It's Alito, but when you say Alito,
0: <laughs> well, you know, Pimpampoyo. I'm always thinking of
2: wings. Samuel Alito <laughs> and Samuel Alito are two different two different things. people. They're
0: two <laughs> very different people. But he is quoted as saying, or in in the in the opinion, right? That's what it is, right? Opinion. Yes. This court cannot bring about the permanent resolution of a rancorous national controversy simply by dictating a settlement and telling the people to move on. Actually, yeah, that's kind of the whole point of the Supreme Court. Yeah, it is. Like, fuck you. Because then what are you there for? Then just disband the Supreme Court and let everybody do what the fuck they want. Yeah, it is. Because you, you're you basically saying, like, so then what is your job, sir?
2: That is, in essence, their job. What is your job, sir? <laughs> that is, in essence, their job to take to take a controversy and, and rule on it. it. And settle it based on the rule of law and, right. ba- and based on constitutional. Right. Especially, you know, everything they do is con- it's constitutionally driven right and, and based so yes that is a very essence of what they do so i what do you do
0: sir what is what is your job description dress wearer yeah <laughs> gavel banger yeah like no that is your fucking job yeah that pissed me off to no end but then i want to read something else um so you know i think after 200 some odd episodes people kind of know how we lean Um, in this, in this issue, um, well, I've never been faced with that decision, so I can't speak to anybody on a personal level. I don't know if I could go through with, you know, having a partner, have an abortion, but I leave that as a choice to the individual person to make. Right. Right. But I found this, um, it was posted actually one of the few times that Facebook posted something I wanted to share. So, um, It says, every time the abortion discussion pops up, I like to point out this quote by Dave Barnhart, a traditional Christian pastor. Mm -hmm. The unborn, quote unquote, are a convenient group of people to advocate for. They never make demands of you. They're morally uncomplicated, like the incarcerated, addicted, or the chronically poor. They don't resent your condescension or complain that you're not politically correct. Unlike widows, they don't ask you to question patriarchy. Unlike orphans, they don't need money, education, or childcare. Unlike aliens, they don't bring all that racial, cultural, religious baggage that you dislike. They allow you to feel good about yourself without any work at creating or maintaining relationships. And when they're born, you can forget about them because they cease to be unborn. It's almost as if by being born, they have died to you. You can love the unborn and advocate for them without substantially challenging your own wealth, power, or privilege, without reimagining social structures, apologizing, or making reparations to anyone. They are, in short, the perfect people to love. If you want to claim you love Jesus, but actually dislike people who breathe. Prisoners, immigrants, the sick, the poor, widows, orphans, all the groups that are specifically mentioned in the Bible, they all get thrown under the bus for the unborn. Who wrote that? It was a uh, traditional Christian pastor by the name of Dave Barnhart. Wow. Wow. There's not a lot more to say after that. I, I, when I read that,
2: I was like, I literally thanked my so, friend on Facebook. I'm like, well,
0: thank you for giving me something to use
2: on the show. So, um, you know, the problem is that with this whole thing of, of abortion, just calling it that is not it, it, it's not what this is about. I, you know, you know, obviously I'm very political and I'm very opinionated about certain things. You so, never. So this has been something that I've had these discussions many a times before. You know, as I tell people, I'm like, I nobody likes abortion. I don't like abortion. Yeah, I don't think anybody wakes up in the morning they're like, Time to kill the babies. Right. <laughs> like I don't I don't think anybody likes abortion or right. takes it lightly. This is not about abortion. This is a, about a woman's right to choose and about a human being having the um, discretion and the freedom to make decisions about their body and their life as they be fit to right. them, right? This isn't about killing babies or killing abortion. The problem is that it's something that is very, if it, with this section, this is something that's very easy to slip. Uh, slip the narrative. Of course, right? and you know, and I got, I got asked. It's the same reason that QAnon I, is so popular. I got asked a question one time by someone that I thought was a very interesting question, <laughs> because I've always been, and I mean, you've known me for a very long time, so you know this. I've always loved politics since I was a child. Yes, and. I have always... You were the only one to show up at that Halloween party as Walter Mondale. <laughs> and I have always, from a very young age, identified as a liberal. Even when I didn't know that it was a liberal... Before you had the like, words for it. I knew growing up... What you agreed with and what you did. Everybody with. around me was a Republican and conservative. I knew I wasn't that. <laughs> You didn't know what that was, but But you knew you weren't that. I knew I wasn't that, right? Right. right. I didn't know exactly the difference between the two, but I I sort of rejected a little bit Mm -hmm. that. So somebody asked me a question one time, and as I said, I thought it was very interesting. They told me, you know, being a liberal and being somebody who's a progressive, what's the one issue that you see conservatives champion that you would say, you know, I understand it. Okay, that's a fair question. I understand it. I know where you're coming from, right. I know right. yeah. I, I like I see where you're where you're coming from. Right. And and it would be abortion. Because look, I've I'm a parent and yeah. I remember when I first heard, you know, my son's heartbeat in the ultrasound. You know, at ten weeks, I think, mm-hmm. and 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 I have to tell you, and I mean, I think anybody who's a parent and has gone through that experience will tell you the same thing. When you hear that heartbeat, that's what makes it real. Yeah. And at that point in time, they're like the size of a sesame seed, if that right, <laughs> right. And there's a heartbeat there, and I like I remember, I like I cried, you know. And it's such a beautiful, touching moment, and that's what really you're like. Oh my god that's alive like it, there's a person there this that's not a cell that like right. there's a heartbeat it's there, a human being right and that makes it very real very very real so i get it i get the argument that about life and i get the argument about um about that i get it 100% mm-hmm. 100% but as much as i get it and as much as i see it as a life and and all that i still don't think that the government should tell you what you need to do with your body that is i i've always i've always seen abortion as a moral moral question well, especially especially
0: given recent years right where the argument has been you know up over a fucking mask right if you
2: are against abortion don't have one
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you
2: don't like gay marriage, don't, don't marry, marry a gay, gay person. You said "Go will be Goldberg. Don't have one. It's right. very simple. But that's why I tell you that. Even in my logic of thinking of like, I get it. I get that it's something of life. Because we're not talking here about budgets. We're not talking here about policies. We're not talking here about trade. We're talking about a life. Right. Right? Which is a very sensitive thing. And it's very different. But never in my reasoning. But it's also very
0: personal.
2: In my reasoning, have I ever thought that, again, the government should tell you what you can do with your body. And that is where my, well, everybody's biggest issue comes with. comes with. and It's the, fascinating the, the, to me biggest, because people, people feel that way un, un, unless it's about, un, they only feel that way when it's about them. Right. The, the biggest problem I have with it, and, you know, it's our podcast, so I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest problem that I have with the whole argument of abortion and about life and all that. And that quote that you read adds some sentiment to it. Is that the same people that are like, that's killing, and that's killing, and you shouldn't, you know, abortion that's is illegal, and that's God's will, and blah, 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 are the same people that, right. now that we're keeping the baby, don't believe in... Uh, uh, paid uh, time off, right. uh, maternity paternity leave. Doesn't believe in paid maternity leave. Doesn't believe in sex education. To Doesn't help believe prevent those to unplanned prevent. pregnancies. Doesn't believe that sex education should be something that should be talked to about in teenagers or in high school. Don't believe that teenagers should have access to condoms. Mm-hmm. Don't believe you know if you really want to get at it. A lot of the people that are advocating for this are the same group of people that, for example, in the Hobby Lobby case, which was another Supreme Court case, are the same people that don't want private insurance companies to give birth control are the same people who don't want wick wick benefits to be given mm. the same people who don't want medicare and medicaid to be given to these families and these children the same people who don't want there to be any type of welfare programs for these people and the list goes on and on and on and on and on but and the children on and, on and on. but the so, children so you're advocating for the oh the life the life but all right After the life comes, once they're born, once they're born, the life is born and has a social security number. Screw them. You're on your own. That's your problem. When it's in the in your in the woman in your body, it's our problem. It's our fight. It's our argument. But once it's out, oh no no no, that's That's a problem. That's on you, boo. That's not us. Don't don't you know? We're not gonna waste our taxpayer money on that. It's the same people. So what is it? What we always say now in this day and age? It's a hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. It's a hypocrisy because I would respect you much more if you told me, listen, I don't believe in abortion because my personal beliefs, whether they be based on religion or whatever, I believe that that is a life and and life begins at conception. And I don't agree with it. I think it's ending a life. Mm -hmm. But I also think that once you have that baby, we should do everything possible. If you need assistance. If you need assistance in whatever way that may be. Right. But like, yeah, pregnancy has dropped. Teenage
0: pregnancy has dropped. I you know. Fun programs to at least educate kids. You don't want abortion to happen? That whole argument of, oh, abstinence. Yeah, you know what? You're right. The only way to not get pregnant is abstinence. You're absolutely right, right? But that's not realistic. But that's not realistic.
2: If the Disney gang of the early and mid-2000s from the Jonas Brothers to Demi Lovato to... <laughs> did, didn't, didn't Miley have a purity ring, too? I don't know about Miley, but I know the boys did. Yeah. The, the, and Demi the, the Lovato Joe had a purity ring, too. Oh, she did? Right. Yeah. Uh, if if all of those kids who had a lot of power at that time in terms of public image right. were not able to make that turnaround... It, it, right. it put it to bed. Right, right. No pun intended. Yeah. So it's just... I, I just...
0: Uh, it's just so infuriating.
2: It is. It is. It is. It is. And... um. I mean, this is where we are now, and that is why <laughs> um, midterm elections are coming up. Everywhere. Elections sure you register matter. Voting elections matter, and I, I just, I just think that we live in a day and age where everybody loves to talk and everybody loves to preach, but not everybody lives their values. And I've actually said this about liberals too. Oh, you know, that there's yeah. a lot of liberals and progressives who are like, oh, equal this, equal that, save the poor, save the homeless, save the this. But they're like, oh, but I don't want it in my backyard. Yeah. yeah right. You know, right, I, right. I've, I've told you, like, the, the thing yeah. with California. Nancy,
0: Nancy Pelosi's not living in Skid right. Row. The,
2: the, in, in California. You know, in California, the most liberal and progressive state in the country that most elected officials are, are liberals, Democrats, you know, oh, the poor, the homeless, we got to help them, we got to help them. But every time they try to, in California, especially in San Francisco, yeah, uh, to... Try to establish and and propose plans to build uh, low income housing or some type of project to help people that are homeless or low income. Everybody's like, no, 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 not but no, not, but not, not in here. My backyard, not, not here. Not in my I'll help them over there. Right, go do it over there, but not here. Right, right, right. Um, you got to live your values, and I think that on the more conservative side <laughs> with this whole thing of abortion, there's so many people that do th- that are you know up and ah, oh, it's killing. But you know what? The day that you have an issue. Right. Right. You you go and you do what you got to do, yeah. right? So it's like, oh, where did where did your morals and and all that go to, right? right? And and I, I
0: I always love that they all bring up the biggest hippie in history as their moral what? compass. What <laughs> Jesus?
2: Oh, um, I I love that. I, well, not love. I, <laughs> I know I know actually a couple of people that years ago had similar issues with mm-hmm. their children.
0: And you know And we yes, I know exactly who you're talking about, and we know where they're at now.
2: Right. And it's like, okay, Not wow, well. you were so ju- judgmental. You were so this and and when you were stuck in the mud, you You did what you had to do. You do what you had to do. So it's like where did your morals go at that moment, you know? Right. Now that you have judged half of humanity. So <laughs> I just you know I, I think that this is why elections matter, and this is why um, the Supreme Court matters. And, you know, a lot of times, and I don't know if this is something that we've, we've spoken about it here in the podcast. I'm sure we have in the span of 202 episodes. Um, but I know I've spoken to you about it in different times, you know, in this day and age, especially with social media, sometimes something happens and people are like, the sky's falling. Right. 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 Now they're going to do this and now they're going to do that. And a lot of times I look back and I'm like, eh, not exactly. Like, come right, down, Right. 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 But, but, you know, there's been a lot of talk that if Roe v. Wade gets overturned, uh, equal marriage could be next, marriage equality could be next, Um, then it could be more women's rights, then it could even be like civil rights. And while I would say people to be very premature and cautious about those claims, those claims, it is something that can happen because if the what happens is that it, it creates sort of like a patchwork. If you're overturning fifty years of law of what mm-hmm. is established law, mm-hmm. right, because you say it's not in the constitution Then you can only then what now with was the, also not in the Constitution. What now is also not in the Constitution because the Constitution doesn't say that to men or to women can that married, marriage right. should be, mar- you know, should be. But then again, marriage isn't in the Constitution either. True. Marriage was put under the um, uh, right of privacy, Fifth Amendment, um, under privacy. That's where kind of marriage was slotted into. Okay. Right, but it's not.
0: A constitutional right, right, quote unquote.
2: Right, it's not something. Marriage, you should have a constitutional right, right to right, marry right. that's written in the Constitution. It's something that was, um, that was amended. Well, not amended, but something that was enumerated from okay. the original um framework of the constitution. Okay. But then again, you can make that argument about women. You know, if, if you want to be if you want to be if you want to go down this traditionalist of the right. constitution, the constitution does not it, it was written by white men. It doesn't talk anything about women. Right, it does. It certainly doesn't talk anything about black, you black know, African Americans. Yeah. You know, forget let, Asians. Let, for, you know, let <laughs> alone gay people. Right. So, so if if this is the argument that you have, because this is one of the things that you're basing overturning right. this 50 years of law on, right. then it sounds very far fetched. But this, but this sounds power-fetched. Th- right, right. Because I was actually one of those people that was like, Roe v. Wade is not going to be overturned. Because for Roe v. Wade to be overturned, you have to have this gross majority in the court. Well, we, step one. But we do. <laughs> step one. Because yeah. I never thought that there would I, – I, I think nobody ever saw that Donald Trump in those four years was going to appoint three justices. That's right. three. That's, that's three? Uh, Kavanaugh? Gorsuch, Kavanaugh and Oh Amy Pol- I always forget about Korsuch right? And you know who I blame for this Do you want me to I think it's part Blame for this is Obama Thanks Obama You know why no se puso los You know why Because in the last year Of the Obama presidency When uh, Anton right. Scalia died right. right And he nominated Merrick Garland The Republicans Did not want to hold Confirmation hearings For Merrick Garland And he he had A little bit under He had a, I believe 10 or 11 months left In the presidency So a year Right And, and it, um, McConnell. A, Mitch McConnell was like, we are not going to hold uh, confirmation hearings. We should let our – to see who our next president is. And Obama kind of like took it, right? Whereas you know that if it would have been a Republican president – there right. would have been scorched earth, and he would have been like, guess what? They would have had 48 hours in the presidency. Right? And they would have, we are right, having right. confirmation hearings next week, and if you want to come, come, and if you don't, that's your problem. But this, is, we, happening. this is happening. And we're this happening, and we're confirming this person. And if it's unconstitutional, I don't really give a shit, you know? <laughs> like We'll figure it out later. <laughs> Do you see, I,
0: I saw something to the effect the other day, talking, and this has become a very political episode, Um To the effect of saying that's true, to the effect of saying that you know, in a in a weird way, Democrats are as bad as Republicans. In that, Democrats have essentially carved out a niche in the political landscape as the perpetual victim. Who, if you vote for me, look, I will come and save you. But then they don't, so that then they can just perpetually be like, but if you let me come back, look, I will save you. No, I promise, I will do the good things. But they don't. You know what I mean, and and I I, I thought that was an interesting,
2: I, I, an no, interesting I, I angle. Don't, I don't know. I don't believe that. I just feel that Democrats, and this is not to put Democrats as like holier than thou. Um, I just think that Democrats try to stay on above the fray, uh, yes, and they try to stay on script as much as they can. Whereas the other ones are like, we're gonna do what we're gonna do to win the election. And if we did something, if we cross the line, we'll worry about it later. Right. Right. Because we'll be in office. Como right? Better to ask
0: forgiveness than permission.
2: Exactly. 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 And I live by that model sometimes. And, and Let me tell and that's you. that's what they do. And <laughs> Let me right, tell you. Right. But your day-to-day decisions are yes, very less <laughs> right? far-reaching. And that's yes. what they do. Yeah. And what happens? They win more elections. And if they win more elections, they have more people in, in government. And if they have more people in government, then they have power. More power. Right. And if they have more power, then they can do whatever the hell they want. And that's that's what happens because... Yeah,
0: what's the... What is it? Because... Do do you know what the golden rule is? What? He who has the gold makes the rules.
2: Right. (laughs) Right, because in the last, I think, 20 to 24 years, a a Republican has won the popular vote only once. Mm -hmm. Right? Because Donald Trump didn't win the popular vote. George Bush didn't win the popular vote in the first one. Mm -hmm. Right? He won in the second one. Right. Right? As well as other, uh, you know many elections they haven't won the popular vote right because actually more of the country leans center moderate moderate center left i mean moderate yeah. then right but you know due to the electoral college and all that type of stuff it, it you know we are where we are um which it's interesting because my opinion on the electoral college has completely changed once upon a time i was very for the electoral college and now i'm not at all at all because we end up with a president that is not didn't win the popular vote. That's not what most people wanted.
0: Okay, but you yourself have said in the past that you know the problem with doing away with something like an electoral college is that essentially they're just going to go to like California, Florida. You know, to, that like is true. like they're literally just going to be but like that is
2: true. But now you're giving more power to states and regions of the country that are not po- that are not populated. Right, Mm -hmm. Because if you really come to think about it, and this is nothing against North Dakota or South Dakota, should North Dakota and South Dakota have as as, as equal legislative power as California? Not even combined. And they get two senators each. I mean, that's not an issue with the Electoral College. Now that's issue with the College. But, of, but, but of, I know what you're saying. Right, Congress, right, 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 right. Right? And with the Electoral College, like... Oh, we also need to set term limits in Congress. Like, that... Right, I mean, good Why, luck why, with do, that you think, one, why do you think that people lose their shit over the Iowa caucus? The Iowa caucus! It's
0: if the one time anybody cares about Iowa. Yeah,
2: and it's like... But, ¿cuánto uh, jodado hay in Iowa? You know, like... <laughs> And, and you know that I don't like you know I also get very offended when people call it call it like flyover territory, right? 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 And right, when right. people like dismiss these mm-hmm. like center states, pero hablando, hablando know, en because, serio, because those are real people that have real concerns, that right, have right. real issues in their community, and even even if it's rural, I mean they're American just as we are, right, right, and right. their vote shouldn't count anymore, should any count any less than ours right right? because we as south floridians we can't imagine what somebody in a mining in a mill in the ohio valley is going through or what somebody you know that's a farmer in you know the great plains i mean those are their reality so of course they're going to look to elected officials or to candidates that speak to them regarding their realities and their issues but at the same time especially on a presidential level right these people are make are are these people are anchoring or, or taking a lot of air in the room in that in, they don't have the numbers that the rest, of everybody, that everybody else has.
0: Right. Yeah, no, it would be, I mean, essentially it would be almost like if I was putting together a marketing campaign and I gave the highest percentage of the budget to the smallest media partner. Right.
2: Right. I mean, Hillary Clinton lost the presidency and won the popular vote by 6 million people. That's not two or three people. Right. That's not even North Dakota and South Dakota put together, <laughs> and Montana and I. You know,
0: like just start adding states together. Yeah. yeah,
2: I think that Montana doesn't even have a million people. Really? And it's, yeah, that few. Yes. Oh wow. Let me look it up. I had no clue.
0: I don't know. I don't necessarily think the Electoral College is the what is, it? is the answer, but I don't know what the solution is. I don't I don't know that it's as simple as the popular the vote. You know what I mean? Of Montana. Because like I said, then it just becomes
2: a just reached 1 million.
0: Just reached 1 million in Montana.
2: Yeah, yeah just 1 million. Wyoming has half a million. And and these states like with the electoral votes, they command the same degree of power. Yeah. And, and and again, I don't think it's an issue that somebody should have less power more power than another one, but if the elect the 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 consensus or the uh, the majority of the electorate is leaning one way or is electing wanting to elect a certain person mm-hmm. then you know right especially now that we we you know we, we see that so many people have to sort of fight for their time in the place in the sun. Do you think that if we
0: switch from an electoral to a populist vote you would see a shift in party Stances on certain things. Of course, they would. They would. Both sides would mellow out, as it were, and they become a little bit more centrist because they would have to appeal. Of
2: course, because what do these conservative politicians do to like the the Rust Belt and and middle of the country right, right. and all that? Oh, Democrats don't care about you. They, they don't believe in coal. They want to go and do, you know, renewable energy. So that means that you have to be a technician and, you know, you have to go to school. And what's going to happen to your industry and what's going to happen to your children, to your families? You're going to be left out of work now. Your communities are going to die. Your church is going to die. Fear mongering. Right. Your church is going to right. die. Your community is going to die. And your children, what are you going to do about your children? I think it would also force... The because other... Democrats want to destroy families. <laughs> it's well, a... then again, they eat babies.
0: It, well, they're delicious. I mean, you know I like veal. Um, oh, my God. <laughs>
2: um,
0: no, I think on the flip side, it, I think you would have Democrats probably campaigning harder in those quote-unquote flyover states, too. Because they would have to get in there and really try to make their message heard.
2: No, no, and look, there's a lot of mistakes that have been done. You know, Hillary Clinton didn't go, I believe it was to Wisconsin, or was it to Michigan? There was one of the Midwestern states that she didn't go to. Um, and, and you can't do that. I mean, I know we're veering off a little bit about originally uh, yeah. the... Uh, we'll we'll, we'll bring it back. We'll bring but, it back. But yeah, I mean, elections have consequences. And my only sort of hope is that... Um, this has been something that a lot of people that maybe just were not involved politically and were not part of the right, electorate right. and didn't vote are especially this will probably people this will probably mobilize are probably going to see like holy shit like I need to get my shit together and vote because this is what's happening well
0: and I think that's a that's a very valid point because I think you're, you yourself even said like you know you I mean this has been around forever it'll never go away blah 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 and I think that if you've just been born into a world where certain things are are the way they are Mm -hmm. and you you take
2: them for granted. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think yeah, I think we may see I think we may see some mobilization. You know what I think is very interesting that Latin America, for example, you know, that the United States and American society looks down to Latin America as like, you know, uh that's third world, world, yeah. Third world and, you know, that's less evolved. Blah 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 blah. How the issue of abortion is so much more. Um, it's not even a topic. <laughs> in like I feel it, like it really isn't. No, right? no. In Cuba, oh in, no, yeah. Th- no, yeah. I always say in Cuba it was so common for like women, like my grandmother's generation, to so, like they call it un legado, right? right, right, right. To go and and and, and terminate pregnancies. Right, It was such a common thing. And I've, I've always thought about that in Cuba. That I'm like, Going this was years ago. <laughs> right, we're not in, talking like 1970. A very, in a very st- sort of um, uh, sexist machismo society. True. Right? And that women used to do this. And it wasn't even it, like an
0: issue. It was just something that if you had to do it, you went and you did it. With and we didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about it. We didn't it. talk about it. It was like yeah. Cruel Intentions.
2: Yeah. Or Bruno.
0: Right, exactly.
2: <laughs> we don't talk about it. And and it's just what what... They did,
0: and and th- they were fine, you know, until communism. But you know, yeah. you know, communism. Communism. Uh, so, do you have do you have another thing? Because I have one more thing I wanted to bring up. But if, if, may, if may. So, I'm about to show you something which I don't know if you've listened. Parker Lewis can't
2: lose. If it does. So I don't know if you've seen this or not. That blew my mind the other day. I come, I was reading something, and that the Nemo that show came across. Parker Lewis, Ken Lewis, and I'm like, oh, wow, back. that is something I haven't thought about in like 30 years, like at all. I don't like, even think they have. Like at all. <laughs> but that show was like pretty popular. In, it was on for like three or four years. Yeah,
0: but I feel that like, the problem is that that was like one of the first shows on Fox, mm-hmm. so people forget about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know how there are things that happen that your initial reaction is, I can't believe this, but then you stop and think, you're like, I can believe it, but I can't believe that I can believe it. Right. All right. Did you hear about what happened uh this week or yeah about 2 days ago our friend Billy Corbin posted about it. Um <laughs> we with love Billy, we do love Billy. With our with one of our favorite stores, Ñoque Barato. Oh,
2: yes. Okay.
0: I had queued up the video and everything okay. in case you hadn't seen okay, it. Okay, yes. Okay. cut it up. <sighs> this is This again, this is one of those things where I'm telling you, I'm like, "Wait, no." All right. So for those of you who live in Miami, you know what Gnocchi Barato is.
2: Okay, explain it to people who don't live in Miami. That's what I'm saying. That's the fun part.
0: That's what, right, that's where I was going. I'm like, essentially, loose translation of the store's name, Gnocchi Barato, damn, that's cheap. It is essentially affordable. I'm walking a fine line here because I'm about to, I'm about to disparage the company, but I don't want to disparage the company. Um, they basically sell like affordable, lower quality... People. Clothing. it makes
2: the dollar tree look like neiman marcus that's perfect thank you
0: now there's a few of those <laughs> let's, let's just say let's let's just call them out cuz listen i'm about to call them out for being fucking racist so it's like why am i tiptoeing they're never going to be I a, know, right? they're, they're never going to be a sponsor anyway I know, right? like okay, that's just who i am right? right like i'm that person who's like they're fucking racist but you know their clothes isn't that bad like <laughs> like that's the that's the tact i want to take so Um, They are a Hialeah store. I think they have more than one location, but I could be wrong. But not many. Um, Not like our friends at Valsang, who Mm -hmm. would never do this.
2: We love Valsang.
0: We do love Valsang. They, on their Facebook page, and on a van that has a TV screen parked on Okeechobee Road...
2: Yep, I know exactly where it is.
0: ...are playing a video promoting the store's line of all-white clothing, right? Now, you think, well, all-white clothing, you know, summer's coming... (laughs)
2: Of course, no, no, no. It's highly,
0: it's highly, it's, Hiale, it's They right. have to be on brand. Now, they say that it's aimed at santeria practitioners. It is. Well, you know, good. They're they're about freedom of religion and finding a niche. I've been señor quebarado, and there is a santeria section. Well, there you go. You know, they found the niche, and they're they're going for it. Right, great. Nope. What did they decide to do? They had a little person, and this, um, and I know who they both are. And Carlucho. this, Galuco. He's a he's a Cuban comedian, local Cuban comedian. In
2: blackface. Now, when I say blackface, yeah, this listeners, isn't, this isn't black. This is like when black is so black. It this looks is blue. like,
0: and I'm about to say something that some of you might find offensive, but just bear with me right now. It is essentially like in the song of the South when they show the tar baby. That is essentially what they are what what they are mimicking. Am I wrong?
2: Well, I haven't seen that movie, so I don't know.
0: Okay, well, that's essentially what they're mimicking. Now, Carlucho is playing a woman who has, you know, the big mammy, you know, red lips, and the the little person, what's his, what's his name? A... I know who it is. El is what they call him, is, you know, at the store and, and shopping or whatever. So I'm going to literally read the, the, the caption from Billy Corbin's post. The ad depicts popular Cuban television show host and comedian Jose Perez Córdoba, better known as Carlucho, dressed in drag as a Santeria priestess and in blackface, with his face covered in black grease paint and white wide splotches of bright red lipstick around his mouth. The video shows Carlucho on the phone with Afro Cuban comedian José Teyes Fernandez. Oh no, at least the, at least the, the little person is Afro Cuban. Known by his stage name El Enano. <laughs> who he has presumably dispatched to bring back white skirts and beaded necklaces. When the New Times, which is another local publication here in Miami. Which we love. We do love the New Times. Um, they're like one of those like independent, you know, cool zines. Um, called Gnocchi Barato's owner, Serafín Blanco, on Monday to ask whether he felt some might view the blackface portrayal as racist. Blanco said the possibility hadn't occurred to him, but that he would stop airing the ad if it was thought to be offensive. I don't think it's racist, but if you think it would hurt someone, I can take it out," the
2: owner said. Are you fucking kidding me with this? Well, look, we <laughs> me t- not am we- indignant. This episode, okay, we, we we talked about this a, a, some years back. I don't know what episode when when it was the the play. Oh in, yes, En La Ocho En La Ocho in Little Havana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There there's there's a theater in Little Havana that plays yeah. uh, different plays. Uh, that are by Cuban, you know, yeah. by like, Cubans I, but, for Cubans. Yeah. You well, know. I mean, they do. They mount a lot of plays, like by Alexis Fades, right. And and there was a play in particular where there was a um, a character, right, that the lady was in blackface, and it was a white character, a white actress, obviously, and they put her in blackface. And I think they were going on like on a cruise or something yeah. like that. I either was really no need for this character right. to be black, right? Um, or they could have just. You know, hired a black lady. Uh, hired an Afro-Latina or Afro-Cuban. Like, Yeah. They exist. We've met them. Many, 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 many in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> many. Many. Um, anyway, uh, and we had a conversation here on the show that we were saying, I mean, obviously we would never, ever, ever defend blackface, but obviously blackface and the whole minstrel history of it right. is, it's is very American. happened in the United States. Correct. So do you give people from other countries where... Blackface is socially accept uh, accepted. Do you give them a pass? And we both said was like, yeah, no, no, you don't, because you're producing that here. You're not producing this in Cuba. You're, right. you're not producing this somewhere else. You're producing that here. And here, that's that wrong. Is wrong. and it's offensive. Right. And if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna do that, then you need to know what the consequences are, right? right. Um, but apparently. <laughs> And and that that was called out and that was on the news and everything. I, the I, case I, we're talking about. Apparently this kind of phew, went over the head of uh of you know, the, the Njokobanato Njokobanato management. Um and and yeah
0: I can't believe it's 2022 and we're having this conversation. We've been on the we've been doing this for five years and we're still we're we're having this conversation again. We're right. having this conversation right. again about our community and not understanding Right. And and, and and look, I'm not one to call anybody out, but again, according to what it said, the you know the little person is Afro-Cuban. I don't know if I, I would actually love to ask him I mean, how look, he felt about it. I mean, it. look,
2: how do I put? This? Because on top of that, okay, he, h- h- even h- if he I is Afro-Cuban, he was okay, lo okay, pintaron de okay. negro. The, the, let's just call it for what it is, and we we could we could specifically talk to it about the Cuban angle because we are, we are Cuban. Cuban. Right. But I suppose. Something similar like this happens with other Latin American countries um, within their specific culture. You know, my parents watch a lot of Miami-based or Miami-produced Cuban um, local local programming. programming Like like variety shows and things like that. Or content. And... Everything they post on, everything they do there is racist as fuck. It's misogynistic. It's 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 awful. Like, it's awful. It's stereotypical. Like, for example. And it's not even example, tongue-in-cheek. For example, there is a, um, in one of the shows they watch at night, I remember a couple of months ago. And sometimes I just sit here and watch this and I'm like, you know, I, I I'm outraged, but I'm not outraged because I'm like, my outrage right now, like, where am I going to... Feed it off. That's to. what like, I meant by I can't believe it, but I can't believe it, right. but I can't believe like, it, I can believe it. Like they had, like I remember that they were doing a skit because a lot of these shows do skits. Yes, right. Yeah, they're like sketch they shows had skits where they had like a gay character that was like the stereotypical like femme sp- queen. Yes, like oh, me, me, and I'm like, really? Did we really have to do that? Like, just right. like textbook stereotypical right right not even like a little like let's say they wanted to make the character a little bit fem- flamboyant so right. you know that that's a game no, no 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 this was like full-blown like right, right. you know what it is w- it that if you fart a feather comes out it, like, right if it right a purse falls right, out of his mouth right. yeah like and i'm like really do we really have to do this and then these are the same shows that put women as objects and 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 you don't have to be like you know, it's a Gloria. What's her name? Steinem. A major female activist to watch this show and be like, "Oh no!" Like all the women are like always naked, and 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 even if, whether it's hot or not, it's like this is at seven o'clock at night, right. <laughs> right? I mean, or eight o'clock, <laughs> it, it, and and it objectifies women. It, it, all these shows have always a small person. I don't know why, but they do. They always have a small person yeah, a little person yeah. and they make like fun of that person as that per right. as you said there they call him the guy El Enano. right right can you imagine in like american culture if if they if they referred to peter if, if, dinklage if jimmy
0: fallon was like and now the midget
2: peter right. Frid- the peter midget- dinklage i mean that's right. essentially right. what they're doing right. in in this type of spanish local television right and like i sometimes i watch these things and i'm like oh, and then I always, I tell my parents, but do you like this? They're like, no, we don't like that. We don't think it's funny. I'm like, then why is it on? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, because there's nothing else to watch. And I'm like, dad, I bought you a Fire Stick TV.
0: <laughs> Your parents understand English. That was the argument that my grandparents and my grandmother would always give. My- it's like, well, okay, fine. You don't understand English. Yes, there's three channels. Right. I get it.
2: Your parents don't have that no, excuse. No, and my parents, you know, and my parents have.
0: Your father loved to watch Nick and Jessica. Yes. Okay. And my,
2: no, and my father watches all like the Spanish programming and Netflix and all that stuff. Right. There's also right. more more programming right. options. So, right, and, right. And, and no, no, no. And my parents will watch the shows and these shows and be like, I said, una mierda. This is Turn trash. It off! And I'm like, but why are you watching it? <laughs> like, I see you saying this every night when you watch this. This is trash. And I'm like, but you have it on. like, And you're giving them ratings. Like,. <laughs> I realize there's certain things that I do and watch that I hate that I I do it to the I, yeah, yeah. I hate watch. But that's every now and then. We all hate watch. Yeah. yeah we do. We do. But um uh, but yeah no, but when you watch these shows, right? And you look at it from kind of a an American perspective, right. it's like <gasps> Oh my god. If 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 the equivalent to this would be on American television, there would be riot, rightfully so. There would like like, the, the, like worm scorched earth. Yes. Like, and then some. Because it, it's, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. So yes, as you said, it's surprising but not surprising. And then like,
0: I'm and then I'm surprised that I'm not surprised. Yeah. Like it's 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 a horribly vicious cycle. Yeah. Like
2: I, I, I can't. Yeah, and you know what? Again, what I can't, we always say, not that I, I, think, keep not that I think that Gnocchi Barato has a board of directors. right? <laughs> you know, Joan Crawford is... <laughs> right. But I'm sure that even in that a much smaller enterprise that they are, and it's probably uh, family-owned... Let's say there's three people. That there wasn't anybody in that stratosphere that was like, maybe this is not a good idea. <laughs> but you know
0: why there wasn't, Darian? I guarantee you, the average age of the people in that room was, what, 62?
2: <laughs> that's keeping going.
0: And I made them young.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? Because, you know what? There was opportunities there across the board. There was, like you said, the board of directors <laughs> of Nyoke Barato. Yeah. But then also, there were two actors who showed up and said, sure. Yeah. Right? Because that's another thing. You can have the idea but now you got to go find somebody to implement it.
2: Right. Yeah, nobody was like, this is not a good idea.
0: Right. <laughs> and the worst part about it is, at the end of the day, there will be zero repercussions.
2: No. Yeah.
0: That's the worst part.
2: Yeah. Because it's not like they're going to... I mean, they have like, what, two stores? It's not yeah. going to close. There was this show uh, at 7 o'clock uh, called... What was it called? The show the Fernando. De Fernando. Yeah, Fernando. That it ran for years. And... It's funny because he he's, he's since passed. I, what I always used to get really frustrated about that show was that he actually was very talented. And he actually... He was a very good interviewer, mm-hmm. right? And he would bring, like, musicians from Cuba and stuff like that. And, and he would be a very good interviewer. But then... But right. then... And, and again, it's one of these things that, like... It's a chicken and the egg argument. He knew who his audience was. So the, the show was filled with, again, like... Half naked, no, half naked would be that mean that they were half naked. No, this was like almost fully <laughs> naked women at that time, and I'd be like, "But this is at seven o'clock, right?" Like, uh, where's the FCC? <laughs> yes, well, and they used to have skits that were extremely sexist, like yeah. extreme, and you know that I don't get offended, right? Right, right, right? But I'm like, oh my, I would watch that, and and he finally got fined by the. Um, by the... Um, FCC? Was, the FCC. I was saying the FDA. The FCC. <laughs> too? He finally got fined by the FCC. Oh, really? Because, and I actually saw the skit live when they aired it that he was... He was... Um, it was a, a skit at a doctor's office mm-hmm. and he was the patient and he had a sheet over him mm-hmm. and when the sexy nurse came in, mm-hmm. you know... For, Something wrong <laughs> under the the right, sheets. Right. And I remember being like, Oh my god, pero la siete de la noche. Like, <laughs> but it's a family like, hour. Like, but, yeah. Yes, but it's like but what are they like I remember watching that being like wow and he got he got funny?
0: You wouldn't even see that on a ten o'clock
2: drama. On a ten o'clock drama?
0: No no I'm saying like let's 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 put the last thing before I, I don't I,
2: think you would see that on network television.
0: what so I'm saying no 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 like a like a network television drama at ten PM. Which right. is, you know, the latest Show time and blah, blah. that's that's um, SVU, <laughs> yeah. Well, that no, you don't want to see that in SVU because we're supposed to, you know, not want to be the rapist, right?
2: Right, yeah. Well, no, but what I'm saying is that not even like SVU, which is
0: approaching it from like a scientific, right? Right, 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 it's right. a serious show that's right.
2: later at night, you know, would have something like that, but yeah, no, 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 that's yeah. these shows make Benny Hill look like masterpiece theater. Oh, yeah, no, no. The, the... <laughs> You know, every time I think of Benny Hill, I think of, like, that opening shot of the Capitol.
0: Me too. Which uh, is, on the Thames.
2: Which is, yeah, which is not the Capitol. It's a church. But, you know. And then I think of Stewie. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh. We're going to have one of my sexy <laughs> parties. <potties. laughs> you know, it's funny that Tristan asks me about Family Guy all the time. Because I love to watch um scenes of family okay. guy just like earlier today i was quoting the where's my money man oh yeah, where's yeah, my yeah, money? yeah. Got money to <laughs> two dollar <$2 laughs> mustaches fake mustaches but not to pay me where's my money man <laughs> and i'm always saying stuff like that so i i've shown him a few um a few like just see like i've shown him the mama lois okay right, lois, right, right. like lois. the acceptable right right, right, right. and um I'm like, shit, I can't wait for him to be old enough to watch Family Guy. Because once he gets into Family Guy that he's old enough, like, he'll start putting the episodes, so I'll watch the episodes, too. Right, right. right.
0: Yeah, I, but that's that. he needs to be a certain age, because there's just... Especially him, he doesn't let things fly over his head. Right, the
2: problem He with, catches him with, in a net and then yeah, asks you the question. Exactly. He's going to ask me... And then it's going to turn into, like, a Q&A. Right. Of questions that I don't want to answer, but then it, he's not going to let the question go at all. So even if I beat around the bush with the question, he's still going to be like, "Why aren't you answering me?" Like, right. what, Like, what? what, what hello, it's, hello. It's
0: literally going to turn into that skit, mom, mom, <laughs> yes, mom, mama. Yeah. <laughs> but
2: but it's like, oh my god, Family Guy is like gold. <laughs> like, great, it's so good.
0: It's great, but look, there's an there's an instance, and I, I know there are people who will disagree with us, but Family Guy has been, you know. The claims that's misogynistic, it's racist, it's this, this, this. But you have to understand that Family Guy is doing it with a wink, like yeah. they are basically saying, "This is, right. we're, we're laughing at right. this behavior,
2: I actually not have promoting, promoting it." I have a really good quote, a really good example of that. I forget where I read it, or where, or who said it. I don't know if it was somebody we interviewed for the podcast, but. Pasa USA is a good example of that, right? Because what what when you think back, what is the most one of the more troublesome episodes of que Pasa USA? When the the computer friend, the computer friend, yeah. When Carmen her computer friend matches her up with a black guy, w- w- matches her up with a black guy, and when the black guy comes into the house, her dad and her grandparents freak out. Yeah, right. But how were they very? In your face telling you that the parent, the grandparents. Were wrong. and they Were wrong. Right. And they were like, you're being ridiculous. You're being an asshole. Like, right. Yeah. Right. They did it in the, in through comedy. Right. But it wasn't in any way, shape, or form either glorified or just feel you're like. Right. Like, no, they called it out. <laughs> they called it out. And this was in the 70s. Right. And this was a local production. You, I mean, I think we have more of a budget than they right? do. This was a local production. And they made fun of something that does happen does happen and even then they were able to call it out and ridicule the racist or the racist behavior right right but again the example that you're giving it's like oh it's very as a matter of fact like oh yeah it's like oh people are
0: offended by that by blackface. oh, oh.
2: interesting
0: mm, I've never heard mm-hmm. of it <laughs> I'll, I'll think about it I don't know <laughs> who the fuck knew? oh yeah you know
2: who turns 26 this year I have no clue because that's a random ass age the, days, the dancing baby Oh wow! I, it's a dancing baby, Yaman. So he's a dancing entry level now. <laughs> what was it? What was that show from? Ali, Vera, Ali where was I thinking? Were you gonna say Vonda Shepard? Yes, I was saying the thing you were right? thinking of, Vonda Shepard. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, that is the type of shit that only I would guess from you. Like earlier today, you know. Oh, from who's the boss, Leah Remini? Like
2: <laughs> who was in?
0: One episode.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I never watched this. That's not true. I was about to say I never watched a single episode of Ally McBeal, but I actually did. I saw one. Mariah was in one. There was an episode Mariah was in. <laughs> Do you know the episode? <laughs> no. but Where she carried a light everywhere she went. She carried like people with lighting. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So and she... she testified in court. She testified in court if she was nervous. She tells the judge, I need my lighting. (laughs) And they had like... So she's been doing this shtick for years. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny because Ally McBeal was so popular for... For its time. Yeah. Calista Flockhart was like... Was
0: a total thing. Yeah. And now now she's just married to Harrison Ford. Yeah. But you don't hear about her and... She did Brothers and Sisters a couple years back and then she was in one season of Supergirl and
3: that was it. You yeah,
0: know,
2: she went she was raising her kid with Harrison yeah. Ford. Oh, yeah. Are you watching... I mean, if you're married to Indiana Jones and Han Solo. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. You know, like, being an actor, it's like, man, you're, like, two... You have two of the most iconic characters. I mean... Ever. Ever. <laughs> like, pack it in. You're done. <laughs> and it's it's interesting because with the, the case of Harrison Ford... um I mean, he was able to have such a long career, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. so many different things. Like He wasn't typecasted. No, even though not really. He... I mean, in a way, but not really. Yeah. So, right. um, I, what was I going to say? I completely forgot now. Are you excited? I don't know. Maybe listeners. Are you excited about the new Top Gun? Why are they doing a new Top Gun? I could care less. You see Tom Cruise, like... On the helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, over. Oh, it's like, okay. Yeah, and we got it. You do stunts, Tom. Yeah, exactly. Just go become a
0: stunt person. I, like, I, I, just, I, I just don't like that individual. I never have.
2: Well, Tom Cruise has made us thirsty.
0: This is true. But not in that
2: way. So, no. Oh, no, my God. Oh. No. <laughs> no. So, you go.
0: So, you want me to go first? It's soda time. It is soda time. So, I'm actually going to give... I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Sort of. I'm going to try. Um, So this week has just been kind of a shit show in terms of like just a lot of ah, stuff coming at me. Um, So I'm going to give it to two of the five women that always make me happy, Um, Mel B and Emma Bunton, specifically because they are currently on this season of Netflix's reality game show thing, The Circle. They're playing as themselves. They're living together. It's wonderful to see Baby and Scary, like hanging out, eating, making tea, um, you know, trying to trick the other people into thinking that they're this guy, that they've created the persona. I just, you know what? Whenever I have any of those five women on screen, it just brings a smile to my face and I I, I can just check out for a little while. So, you know what? Baby and scary.
2: Very good. Very, very good. Um,
0: it's always good to end with a
2: Spice Girl or two Spice Girls. Right? The more Spice is the, I mean, it's like KFC. The more Spice, the better. Yeah. And and this was actually a good week for Melanie because she got... Um, oh, that's right. She uh, OBE. Yes. Order of the British Empire, yeah. which for those listeners who don't know what that is, that's sort of like the equivalent of... Um, what is it? Like the, a Medal of Honor? Like the Presidential Medal of Honor. It's like the highest... It's the highest it's... honor a civilian can receive, but this is in, in England, obviously, in the UK, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, Order of the British Empire. And that's when they call you Sir or... Um...
0: Oh, so now she's a dame. Yes. So she's Dame Scary Spice?
2: Yes, she is.
0: <laughs> oh, I like it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who was going to say that? One of the Spice Girls. I know. She's the only one, right? That's that's a dame? Yeah. yeah. So far. Yeah. We would have known if... That's true. That's true. I feel like Victoria Beckham had... Should we get one for, I don't know, her... Contribution to fashion. To fashion and him for his contribution to... Bringing soccer to the U.S. <laughs> David, <laughs> we are giving you the order of the British Empire for taking... <laughs> I mean, taking a football to those, uh, you know... Those traitors. Those traitors over there. <laughs> so, yeah, um, it's a good week for her. Yes. So I'm gonna give a gasless soda this week. All right. Remember when I told you some weeks, some months ago that I was it wasn't a gasless soda. It was gonna be like a smoothie. They oh, the chupa Yeah, chupa Oh no, another one. Oh, I'm gonna give one to Matt Gates. Oh, lovely Matt. Did Gates. you hear about the
0: quote? What he tweeted? I I actually did see it because a a, mu- a friend of ours reposted yes. well, it. Well, it's
2: it's it's all over. Well,
0: no, but I saw it because she reposted it. Because honestly, because of all this happening with Roe vs. Wade, I've tried to stay. Away from social media because I don't want to be bombarded with people's yeah, opinions. Yeah, well, this
2: is everywhere. But he he tweeted, "This is Matt Gates. This is an elected official." How many of the women rallying against overturning Roe are overeducated, underloved millennials who sadly return from protests to a lonely microwave dinner with their cats and no bumble matches? First of all, some of these microwave dinners are delicious. That's true. Like, like. Sir, you need a hot pocket. Yeah. It, I mean, Matt, you're probably still thinking of the old Swanson. Um, but he, he's not yeah. that old. No, he's younger than we are. And second of all, and most importantly... Uh, hold on. Second of all, and most importantly... Matt, what is an overeducated woman... That's, that's my question. So there is such thing as an overeducated woman, because what you're implying is that an overeducated woman is a woman that has too much education. So somehow this is a bad thing. So are there overeducated men? So are we talking that education is bad? I have a lot of questions, Matt Gates.
0: You have questions, but do you really want to hear his answers? I know. know. (laughs) See, that's, that's the part of it, right? It's like, it's not that you have questions. It's like, do you really want to hear his answers? Whatever. Anyway, everybody, that was our show today. (laughs) Lots of heavy topics. Lots of heavy topics. And actually, before we go, I do want to just say um, we are going to be doing a live show on Thursday, May 19th at Dos Croquetas at 7 p.m. So... If you've been listening to us, if you've wanted to always see, you know, meet us in person, see us live, and enjoy the freaking delicious croquetas of Doc Croquetas. Oh, that's going to be a hard one to, oh,
2: to it's... record and
0: eat croquetas. Sometimes. Well, we, we you know what? We like a challenge. Yeah. That's the thing. So, you know, we'll remind you guys again, and we'll post about it, but just putting it out there, Um, you know, May 19th. It's a Thursday. Do Croquetas on Bird Road.
2: So, well, everybody... We hope you listen, laugh, and learn. And as always, remember to grab your croqueta. There you go. Your batelito <laughs> and your cafecito. And thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great weekend, everyone. Happy Friday, Pero Friday. Woo, cuídense. Bye. Bye.
0: Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismailiano. Produced by Ismailiano. And our theme, but Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michelangelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more.